All right, card's recording. Card is recording. Let's do this. All right, and three, and two, and one. Hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngberg. I'm an all-league wrestling referee. I'm good old J.R. Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show... This podcast... This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign honor. Whew. What a weekend, y'all. Welcome, everyone, to this week's One Fall Show. I am your host, Chuck Bean. I am joined by my uh, my friends in wrestling fandom for uh, our post-WrestleMania show. Yeah, We're going to run down everything that's happened over the last uh, four days, pretty much, as well as you know some stuff that happened last week, but mostly what happened in the last four days. Right. Let me give you guys uh, a heads up of whose voice is whom. We'll start off with Mr. Justin Valentine, the uh, head of the JVPPV... Yeah. H- HTML, HTML, XYZ pod. Yeah, at least HDMI. Put me in HD. <laughs> <laughs> JB Sports Talk pay-per-view pod, which you were on. All three of you were on. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Great episode heading into WrestleMania. Of course, WrestleMania Backlash is in a few weeks, so the pay-per-view pod will be back in a few weeks. Was it any good? Uh, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, listen to my stuff. I, I, Everything was pretty good except for that part in the middle. Like Shawnee had a great open. Yeah. Erica was a great main event. But and the part I did the in the middle card, wasn't so good. Yeah, the mid card was a little eh. I am, I am <laughs> 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 Mr. Midcard. We're also joined via the internet this week by, uh, of course, longtime co-host of the One Fall Show. We can officially get things started now because we got Shawnee Constant in the house. Hello, everybody. And uh, Erica, I don't know if you're familiar, but that Kapawi um, is it represents a crotch shot. And we've gotten a lot of good crotch shots this last week. That, I'm that very is. excited about that. Kapawi! <laughs> I'm actually very excited for this because this is the first time that Erica is using the drops with Shawnee on the show. That's that true. true. So you're going to yeah. get like a live coaching lesson of how to actually do this. Yeah. He's going to be he's going to be calling them out. <laughs> I love Erica's use of the drops, though. If you go back and watch any of the Twitch episodes, which, of course, you can do over at robleifeldfeet.com. Uh, I, 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 there's every time she uses a drop, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's the way you do it. That's oh, yeah. Stuff. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Very, very good at running the board. Thank you. Well, now that we've uh, now that we've talked about her, I suppose it's time to introduce her. She is. The woman who is never wrong. She is an award-winning uh, journalist. She's also an award-winning party thrower Aww. after this weekend, Gosh. as far Thanks, as I'm Rouse. concerned. Fantastic that job. That was nice. She's, that was cookies. She's jacked to the gills. She's never wrong. She's Erica Bennis, everybody. Oh, well, I and look, that, uh, that party, like, it's so nice. I forgot how fun it was to watch a pay-per-view with, like, people mm-hmm. premium like, live event yeah premium live event with people and uh it, it's not that i don't enjoy watching it with with eric but like when we were sitting there watching night two of wrestlemania we're like this isn't hitting the same way right and no, it's like we missed thing. you guys same way sitting on a couch with amy and it was like i mean this is fine but it's not as out of control and fun as it is with a bunch of people it's wow. true it was a blast i i i can't wait to have everyone over again right. again again so for those who are uninitiated and you're tuning into the One Fall Show for the first time, first of all, thanks for showing up. You yeah. picked a hell of a week to show mm-hmm. up because, of course, this past weekend 
was WrestleMania. If you've been under a rock, WrestleManias are now two nights, which means you've got SmackDown on Friday nights, you've got uh, the Hall of Fame that hits on Fridays, and then you've got WrestleMania Saturday and WrestleMania Sunday. NXT happened in the afternoon on Saturday. We'll talk about that very briefly, I'm sure. And, of course, all sorts of independent wrestling shenanigans all throughout the week. Folks, where do we even begin? I mean, WrestleMania, of course. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> WrestleMania. Something like that. Um, now, I mean, first off, I won the dollar bet for those that have you listened. Did. That's true. Cody, Cody, Cody Rhodes up. showing up and uh, beating Seth Rollins uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, was on Raw, said he wanted to be a world champion for Dusty, of course. And uh, actually, I don't know if you guys saw this. We haven't talked. Uh, the dark match he had with Kevin Owens last night. I saw something this morning about it. Yeah, he had he was, a dark, match, dark with match with KO. Uh, six minutes they went. Uh, the Rock's mom got involved, held back uh, uh, KO for right. Cody to chop. And uh, Kevin Owens, after super kicking Cody Rhodes, did the Young Bucks pose yeah, in gave, the middle of the ring. He gave the my guy the guns. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, no, the, I mean it's fun. This is this is great. Uh, the one thing I don't like about it is just I mean at, at least they're dragging their feet on putting the rosters back together. Because they say Cody is a member of the Raw roster. Um, and he's taking the babyface route. And so far, he's gotten the babyface, even on Raw, got the babyface reaction from yeah. the crowd. Well, we'll see what what they're going to do. with. The, look, I know you're really just gung-ho about the roster thing. But like they still have two women's titles. I know, but they got yeah. one world champion. Like huh? You can't put one world champion. Like, look, I... I know. What What if we said about logic in the WWE? I know. Right. Throw it out the window. Yeah. I know. I thought it was funny, too, that uh, I, of course, tuned in for Monday Night Raw last night. And when uh, Roman Reigns said that he will make his announcement on SmackDown, it reminded me that Raw is no longer the A-show. Yeah. <laughs> that's correct. Like, oh, yeah. That's right. So does, <laughs> does The Fiend show up on SmackDown? No. No? No. I don't think he shows show, up at all. But who comes out on Roman? Who's next for Roman Reigns then? Adrenaline <laughs> in my soul. Are we putting right, like, right into the title picture? I mean, it Are seems really? to be the thing that Cody wants most of all. He wants a goddamn title. So adrenaline <laughs> in my soul. I hope uh, not. Uh, 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 Cody Rhodes. I hope, is that song? Yeah, I, I I hope not, not because I dislike Cody or whatever. In the sense of like, no, trust as far as I'm concerned, you can dislike Cody. It's I fine. mean, but I'm saying that in the sense of like his ability and you know his name, of course. I'd rather see him in some non like I think him and Seth should go again at, at WrestleMania Backlash. I think you'd let them tell a story, promos, see what kind of build they can do there, you know, and just have them do those type of stories throughout most of 2022. And I think he should be in the title picture somehow by WrestleMania season next year, whether he's winning the Royal Rumble. That is not a main event I look forward to. <laughs> you know, whatever it may be. And, and being in the title picture by then, who knows what that means if you're in the main event, right? Because WrestleMania Hollywood, if they can get it, and I don't think there'll be a title involved, I think you do Roman Reigns and Rock. And because yeah, Hollywood. And that's going to be your main event, even right. without a title. Shawnee, how do you feel about Cody being in the WWE? I thought it was fun. I thought it was very, very interesting that on Monday Night Raw, the fans were so uh, strongly behind him and his babyface message. Very much a very clear-cut difference between the WWE crowd and the AEW crowd. And I think it's really the first time where the audience has sort of laid down 
like a really strong, you know, it's like, here's a line, you know, Cody's our guy. We're yeah. going to support this. And uh, I, I wasn't sure that was going to happen. And then, you know, we don't know for sure that it, it will continue, but uh, certainly it was a very enthusiastic pro Cody crowd. And I, I think Justin's right. We're probably going to see a run towards a championship title, you know, a year from now. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I've always, maintain that I like Cody more than the AEW audience liked Cody. So I'm, I'm here for it. And, uh, I, I enjoyed the WWE this weekend. Yeah. You know, that's a, yeah. that's a far cry from, from, uh, recent years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think, I think unanimously in this room, we can all agree that like, this was a pretty good WrestleMania. I can't remember the last time I was this high on WWE. Obviously you guys know I'm more of a WWE guy just cause that's what right. I watched growing up. But like, to the point of I can't I could not wait to watch Raw. I can't wait to watch SmackDown to see what happens with Roman. Like right. I was excited watching highlights, going back and watching highlights from WrestleMania. I have not had a moment like that with WWE specifically in a long time. Yeah, it's been years since we got a WrestleMania that was like had this much good things to talk about. Right. I, I think WrestleMania thirty one when Seth cashed in is the last time I can remember. Right. I don't yeah. think there was one in between then. Yeah, and thank God he did cash in, or else like we probably would not be speaking of that no. WrestleMania. It'd be right seven, there, yeah, right twenty seven when Miz and Cena main evented. Right? Yeah, yep. No, I agree. Although I will say with Cody Rhodes, and you know, you guys think you know you put him right in the title picture. I also don't know how I feel about a Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes feud slash match right now. I don't, I don't. It doesn't excite me too much. Well, see, I'm still, I'm definitely in the AEW camp, and I'm, I'm not. Like Cody still has to win me over. Yeah, I see him in WWE, and it's like same guy, different sandbox. Like I didn't like you in that sandbox. There's no reason for me to like you in this one. So you're gonna have to win me over. Um, But I think one of the complications looking at that, and it's probably why Roman didn't do the dark match, and certainly didn't you know do anything but a promo on Monday night was uh, how kayfabe was that having his shoulder out during yeah. that chimera. Yeah. I don't think it was. Uh, there's some footage of Brock checking on Roman after the match a little bit. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it was. Uh, I think, I think he, I think he may have legitimately popped it out. AJ Styles did the same thing during his match. Had to pop his shoulder back in. Well, right. what I noticed too, well, I was watching the, the main event after the effing Grammys, which I'm like, I'm like, turn, just go away. I want to watch the wrestling. You could hear him say, it's out, it's out, right. it's out. Yes. And I'm like, well, it's not his dick. <laughs> um, it's, I'm like, what can be out that is concerning? It's definitely not in. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, well, something happened. And then there was a quick finish yeah. and a very, very quick count. And I'm like, something happened. Yeah. So there you go. It's it certainly if if it was kayfabe, good on them. They fooled us. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, totally. They did a great job fooling us. But I I thought it was strange we didn't even get to see like the choke, the 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 rear naked choke that Roman typically uses. Because yeah. yeah. I figured that was the only spot we hadn't seen yet. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, we're gonna choke him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you, Shawnee? When you saw it, were you like, oh shit, that's real? No, I didn't pay any attention to that match. Uh, it turns <laughs> out that much like years past when Bork and uh, Sound the alarm. And, I, I, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My, my hand literally wasn't on that mouse. And I'm like, ah! Everyone's like, Bork, 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 do the Bork. Bork do when the Bork, Bork and uh, Roman were on, it turns out I was just sort of faded. Yeah. Oh, man. No, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I, I, I will say, uh, to me, the highlight of that match was at the very beginning watching 
uh, Brock and Paul Heyman try and br- crack each other. <laughs> yeah. Because Paul, of course, did the, the the intro for Roman, and then Brock stole the mic away from the, the commentator and did his intro that Paul and has done he, forever. And his voice didn't crack. And Paul was just pouting. Like, his, lip was, his bottom lip was out so far. He yeah. was just pouting, yeah. and we were dying laughing. Yeah. Yeah. I know what we say about Brock and Roman too many times, and I agree, you know, but, I mean, I'm glad we got it over with, right? Like, obviously, they call it the biggest match because they unified the titles and blah, blah, blah. I hated how much they were pounding that into our heads. Yeah. Because this was not the biggest match in WrestleMania history. Mm-mm. When Stone Cold and The Rock have had three of them, like, <laughs> quit tell, trying to tell me this is the biggest match in WrestleMania history. Bullshit. Yeah, especially but, since The Undertaker took on Giant Gonzalez at WrestleMania like, 9. Come on. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Bro- Brock snapping The Undertaker's streak is bigger than this. Oh, yeah. Honestly. So this, yeah, I, I hated how much, you know, they had Mike Rome, the ring announcer, say it like while introducing yeah. them I'm like, all right guys you're overdoing it <laughs> like the announcers obviously overhype things michael calling them like okay that's their job we have the ring announcer saying it to the whole like okay yeah you're you're, you're forcing well, it you brought up stone cold steve austin what a weekend of stone cold we got that was yeah that exceeds expectations i could not believe yeah like not only was saturday's match much better than we you know would have dreamed we would get but then we got him on sunday too which was a huge shock like Shawnee and I talked about the Stone Cold segment on my podcast. Sorry, Chuck. But, uh, you know, and we said, like, it would be a success if it was a promo back and forth, uh, a little bit of a brawl, Stone Cold takes maybe a stunner. Right. And then, obviously, he comes out on top, beers, and that would have been a success. That would have been fun. That's all we needed, right? We got a 20-minute match out of it, a street fight. Stone Cold took a, a suplex on the concrete. Right. Um, I can't get over the spot of him driving KO up the ramp <laughs> on the four-wheeler as if he was a three-year-old. Uh, I can't hilarious. get over That is hilarious and will forever be funny. That's a segment, specifically the Stone Cold KO segment. And honestly, even the Pat McAfee, uh, I'll go back and watch, rewatch forever. Yeah, I absolutely. I much. Absolutely. Hot. And I think we even said it when we were all together on Saturday, like, this is a much better last match to go out on than the one he had with The Rock, where yes. like, oh like, God. like at least for him personally, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was extremely entertaining. I was, I was, I surprised is not the right word for Sunday, because the minute, uh, the minute Vince got in the ring and took his shirt off, I'm like. Well, I mean, <laughs> that didn't click for Steve's me. Steve's right. Steve's in the building this weekend, and yeah. Mr. McMahon can't do anything super nefarious while Steve's around without eating a stunner. So, yeah, that didn't click for me at first. I, it just didn't, and that's what made it better for me because his music hit and I popped. Go ahead, Johnny. I was so dumbfounded that he was getting in the ring, you know, <laughs> like because we had discussed it. I, I, I think didn't you even send out a tweet at one point, Justin? And I'm, I'm not doing this to throw shade at you, but you were like anyone who thought that this, you know, thousand year old man is going to get in a match. were just out of their minds. Oh yeah. That's and right. I, yeah. I, when thought, people I thought, thought exactly the same. Yep, I yep. thought exactly the same. So when I'm like, okay, he's getting in the ring, he's taken like something's going to happen, right? They're not right. going to stop here. Right. And, uh, I, I, how much fun was all of that? Right. All of that was just a blast. Yeah. And while the street fight, I could, could see it kind of happening on Saturday. You know, I thought it was a potential, um, and it, I mean, it, it more than delivered. It was, it was great, but I had no, well, on Sunday, uh, I, I had no idea all that was about to happen and it never <laughs> clicked for me. And, um, one of the, uh, two of the great, um, stunner, uh, cells. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, oh I got... thought I thought we were still talking about Vince McMahon. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That no. poor guy has never learned. No, that, that was terrible. But uh, we did have two great ones. Yeah. Of, of all people to never learn how to to take a stunner, he's never known how to. Right. Going back, like everyone's saying, old age. Like, no, it was... go watch him take a stunner in 1998. It's no different. Do you see this suit I'm wearing? <laughs> Come on, like, it's just as ugly. Uh, the the tweet that Shawnee is referencing, by the way, is because when he when Vince first went on Pat McAfee's show and told him he was going to have a match. Everyone thought it was going to be Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon. And right. That's when I'm like, all right, guys, really? <laughs> we really think Vince is going to take the suit off and get in the ring. He is still jacked, by the way. How, how good must, on him. How must Kevin Owens feel getting to wrestle Steve Austin at WrestleMania Saturday and take a stunner and then like, all right, Byron can take a stunner too after my match. That's that's all right, whatever. But then the next night, you've got Vince McMahon, Pat McAfee, and Austin Theory all take a stunner, and everyone's just trying to outdo each other. Yeah, with the exception of Vince, with obviously. Yeah, <laughs> Vince can't stay. But and, and Pat. So I watched Pat McAfee's show the day after, and he's talking, giving all the insights of you know WrestleMania, which he claims he had no idea the Stone Cold stuff was happening. By the way, uh, claims. I don't know. I'm calling BS on that. He knew about the Vince thing. He didn't know Stone Cold was going to come out and so on. But so suppose maybe I'm jaded, but I don't. I don't think you get pat on the floor, pouring beer on his face on camera. Yeah. unless you know it's going to happen. Uh, correct. Pat, yeah, Pat is a. I don't know, guy man. Though. He was hanging outside of the ring, pretty far off when he got called in. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, Pat McAfee is a an entertainment professional yeah. but he sure looked surprised right and, you know he was sort of he wasn't just waiting on the on the apron for you know all right call me in, call me in. Yeah. you know it seemed like he was like all right yeah the man's calling me in i'm yeah. i'm getting in there right yeah no <laughs> right. i i sold I, the I, hell out of it I, i'm just saying coin flip i don't know i'm not gonna say i one way or the other whether whether true or false yeah i could see i mean i think he is witty and like quick enough to not know about that and still make it look as good still as make he it did. Look that good. I, 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 I like I said, maybe I'm just jaded, but I can't believe like the cameraman is shooting the ring and just happens to look over his shoulder and sees Pat doing what he's doing. He goes, Oh, I got to shoot I that. I could see that. Just if you watch Pat McAfee's show, I don't, that's not out of the realm of possibility for me. I will say too, uh, good, for, good on Pat McAfee, right? Like everything about like this guy grew up a fan like everything about this weekend for him, like coming out to a yeah. WrestleMania audience, like he did Cowboys cheerleaders, which is another thing he claimed it and he didn't know about, um, you know, won a WrestleMania match, had the boss get in the ring with you. And then, you know, drank beers with stone cold, took a stunner from stone cold. Like the, everything about that was if so cool for him. If there's any negative about that entire thing, it's that he's now shown the boss how much capability he has in the ring. Yeah. Uh -oh. And like, uh -oh. we, we don't want to make this a thing. No, right. no, not one bit. Like he's too good on commentary and I hope they know that. And I hope that's what balances it out. Yeah. It's because he is so damn good on commentary. Yeah, totally. That even if he's great in the ring, you don't want to take away from that at all. So no, I mean, I was happy for him though. I mean, everything about that and like, he's great. And I will say though, I guess, you know, throwing negatives, critiques, whatever. There was a lot of the same spots that he had with Adam Cole. Yeah. In his one-on-one -on -one match. And I kind of wish they would have figured something else out. Nothing crazy. I know he's not, you know, right. fully trained and been doing it for years, but I've, I wish they would have made it look a little different because they did like, like 
well, a lot beat of that for too, beat a lot of that too spot. might be the the mentality of like, well, it happened on NXT, so nobody saw that. Yeah, even and, though you know, we know different, and it wasn't in front of a crowd. It was during pandemic times, right. and it still got a pop from the crowd. The crowd loved it when he landed on his feet. Oh hell yeah, yeah. the crowd still loved it. So I don't want to hate on it too much. And I but, mean, isn't that WWE's thing? I mean, it's very formulaic. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. But, I don't think that's throwing shade at this point. It just is what it is. Yeah, right? no, like, that's true. The WWE way is very formulaic. It's not like I haven't seen, like, oh, Sheamus with another bro kick shot. shot. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the beats to the chest. Well, yeah, same shit. Let's, let's keep going. Uh, women's wrestling was very well represented at WrestleMania. Yeah. We had both the title matches on Saturday, and then we had the tag team titles on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Out of those three matches, which one was each of your favorite? We'll start with you, Erica. Uh, I mean, Bianca and, and uh, Becky. Yeah. Um, I mean, if only because I, I just love Bianca. Mm. <laughs> and she's, I mean, just time and time again, whenever she's been given a major uh, platform or a major just stage moment, like she just proves what star she is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the Charlotte uh, Ronda Rousey match, I mean, it was it was fine, but maybe that's just me being like, ugh, Ronda. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? Yeah, and actually, you know what? I I didn't hate the uh, the tag match. What I did see of it, because once again, fucking work. You know, fucking, yeah, fucking work, fucking Grammys. <laughs> I I was so pissed. And then like, yeah, well, actually, I won't commit this part to tape. I'll tell you guys this thing afterwards. But All like, right. people had the nerve to text me while it's like, you know, I'm work. Right. Uh, you know what? No, they're never gonna see this. My boss's boss sends me a text during the during WrestleMania and while I'm working on Grammy stuff and I'm like bitch you know I'm working for you <laughs> right now and you have the nerve to be like this WrestleMania is wild and I'm like lady I'm wor- fine. I'm sorry. It's yeah. It, if if she if she doesn't watch this, it's fine. But you know, and you should have known better. <laughs> the one time she watches. Uh, what about you, Shawnee? What was your uh, your favorite ladies match this weekend? I liked seeing Sasha and Naomi go over. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think the best match though it was I you know I have to agree with Erica that it was uh, it was the the the, the man. And, um, and uh, Bianca, uh, yeah, Bianca Belair, yeah, but yeah, you know, and and it's it 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 rewarded us for our outrage. Yes, when Bianca lost the title in you know five seconds or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I still think that you could have. I I think you should have given her a little bit more of a match, but you know, by making it such a disgusting moment, it makes the triumph feel all the greater. So right. in in that regard, Vince McMahon's old timey style of storytelling paid off for us. I think. Yeah, I think I think our our biggest problem with that style of storytelling is how often it doesn't pay off. But it def- absolutely paid off at uh, WrestleMania. What about you, Justin? I'm gonna go with Charlotte and Ronda, not because they went with the other two, but uh, I like that Ronda didn't go over. I think that was the easy easy choice, right? Right to get her back in and almost just redo what we did before and have her be a champion throughout the summer and whatever. No, like you know, if you want to be in this business, this is part of it. First off, secondly, I don't want to see her with the title. Uh, when it comes to Becky and Bianca, we actually said this when we were watching. It was a great match. Don't get me wrong. They're both great. A little sloppy, though. Yeah. And this is yeah. the second straight uh, plus match for Becky that was a little sloppy. And, you know, last time we said that about Lita, and I was kind of blaming Lita a little bit because I could see that Becky was trying to over-communicate, but then she was doing the same with Bianca. So now I'm thinking, is Becky not 
as great in the ring as Did she all sizzle and no steak? yeah a little bit like you know just at least with like again erica called out how you can she sucks at hiding communicating right yeah and she's, it, she's slow to get to the next spot which makes it look sloppy. Bianca has one eye because she couldn't land a somersault. Oh correctly. boy, what a shiner! There was a, again the 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 way the the match was produced, like was great. The execution of it was there but sloppy, except for the finish. Finish was smooth as fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything leading up to the finish was sloppy. Tag team, I'm in for it. I you know I like Sasha and Naomi going over. I hate the fact not to jump the raw that they're even talking or hinting at Rhea Ripley yeah. and yeah. Liv Morgan breaking up that yeah. just started mm-hmm. and people love yeah. it yeah how incompetent is that mm-hmm. like Unbelievable. how incompetent <laughs> yeah they would have been my pick uh for the tag team match uh but i'm also in the same camp you are shawnee like i ain't i'm certainly ain't mad at naomi and uh and sasha banks right winning that match. naomi has not had a shot in so long like mm-hmm. she is a superstar yep. why is she yep. not on my television yep. you know yeah uh, i i get that there are going to be women's segments that are only six minutes long but naomi should be a part of that and we've been saying that for years mm-hmm. and so i am glad to see see her get over in, in that way but this i this whole thing if they're going to split i'm like that that right now is like a supernova that's just begun to ignite and yeah the fact that they are already talking about splitting it up is grossly negligent if it's you know if that's the way things shake out i guess the rumor is that they're going to pair Rhea up with edge and damian priest i, lo- I and love make it. a faction out of that but Liv morgan is... can make that work too this girl was in the riot squad yeah right like she can she can make the look work she has the create you know with the little laugh like you know when it comes to being a heel right and the little bad girl like you want something like she she could be what the bunny is trying to be in AEW. Yeah. No, she could absolutely kind of be the antagonizer and then hiding behind her big friend Rhea Ripley. And the creepy little, yeah. But I think, um, I I agree. Like, I like that team and I, I don't like the possibility of them breaking up, but I also, it, it looks like, you know, Rhea wants, some of Rhea's strongest work in NXT was as a heel. So I, I guess they're, they want to, they want to try that out on the main roster. Yeah. Um, we talked about the the shiner that uh, Becky ended up giving um, Bianca Belair. Did you guys see how AJ cut his face open on Sunday? I, I heard it was from the stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did there not was, see it. There's yeah. the the star that the stage was compressed. The, I the thought Texas it was a star. W on Saturday. And like <laughs> somebody, somebody, I saw it on Twitter. Somebody <laughs> from the crowd actually was shooting it. And uh, AJ is like, he's got his hood up. And he's turned and he's talking to somebody behind him as he exits and turns right into the side of that thing. And that's how he busted Oh, no. He pulls a Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) Just boom, right in it. And that's why it's like when he came out uh, to do his, you know, his little entrance dance, Amy was like, your hood's not up. You got to have your hood up so you can throw it back. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And then as he's walking, I was like, oh, he's busted open already. What happened? Yeah, yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, That match was. Pretty good though. That's all um, right. It was it was nothing crazy. Uh, I you know I I gotta pat myself on the back. I called this Edge and Damian Priest thing, and I am happy about that. <laughs> I was so thrilled because that was kind of a long shot, at least in my brain. Like and and it was also in my brain like down the road. I didn't think they'd jump right into it. Yeah. Uh, so the fact when I saw Damian Priest standing outside the ring, I'm like, oh, I was right. I was right. Oh my god, <laughs> I booked it. 
And I'm almost, that. I'm almost glad that we didn't get together on Sunday because Justin would have been yelling at oh us. Oh my like, gosh! I, I called have, that. I that called was that. me. Especially if I had a pack of cookies, man, I would have been. Eh. Yeah, he would have been complaining about the lack of cookies, despite the fact that he ate all of them. I did not. Everybody was eating the cookies. Stop putting that me. Yeah, you had a shit ton of cookies. <laughs> Amy did. Amy's watching right now, probably. You ate cookies too, Amy. Yeah, Everyone she's did. watching. I she know she is. Just said in the chat, Liv is too cute. She doesn't fit in the brood too. No, she she can pull off. She could definitely she, pull off that dark look. She easily. could, but I really like I, I like good guy Liv Morgan. I don't and honestly, I don't hate the idea of Rhea Ripley with Edge and Damian. I just would rather I would like to see them let Rhea Ripley go full China and just make Damian and Rhea a tag team and let her wrestle the dudes. That'd be cool. Like she's got yeah, the size for yeah. it. She would. I'm just too in love with this t uh, partner with uh, Liv, and even if you have her go heel and pair her with Bianca. You know, for a feud there, yeah. Liv can go heel with her, right? Now you're not too worried about her going too dark, right? Because they're not with Edge and Damian Priest, which Edge and Damian Priest, at least on Raw, they're like Edge still had the glowing light and whatever. But when Priest came out, like the lights came up. So I don't know how dark they're going to make this team. Yeah, look. you know, the idea of the team on Sunday was fun. Seeing them on Monday was like, oh, so this is Edge's House of Black. No, that's disrespectful. Brody King took a lot of shit for saying that, by the way, to the point that he... He's not wrong. He even had to, well, like... Yeah, he said, like, guys, it was a joke. It was joke. just a joke, which it is, a like, a, obviously, he he was fucking around. Like, relax, guys. Right. Like, it, people are stupid on social media, if you didn't mm -hmm. know. But in the end, though, if, like, if you legitimately <laughs> think this, like, okay, guys, this is Edge. He can get anything over. Like, let's relax. Like, House of Black is cool. I'm not saying he's not going to get it over. It's just a matter of, like... I don't think oh, it's so on Monday. Too, on Monday nights, I'm gonna have another like spooky guys in black suits. Yeah, but that's all a, right. That's a that's a thing. Villains in black, ha, stolen from AEW. Whatever. Right, you know what I mean? Like that's as if that <laughs> I mean, hasn't between, been a thing before. Like yeah, you know, was well, part of a thing called Ministry of Darkness, right? Like they've got it's these. Always been they've a got thing. these guys in black suits, just like the House of Black. They had to hire the AEW uh, executive vice president so they could get a pop at WrestleMania. I wish they just you know homegrown their own yep. people. Yeah, you sound, <laughs> you sound great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even getting involved in this. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what? Since Chuck, Chuck's on this, you know, run, I guess I'm going to use this moment to call you out yeah. for saying that. I, you, oh, what was it? Of course, I had this opinion when it comes to the New Day match at WrestleMania. I knew. You I knew as soon as it happened. I was okay like, if anyone's going to have shit? this opinion about this match, it's going to be Justin Valentine. They got squashed in three minutes by Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Yes, they That's did. That's disrespectful. After and, Butch. And, and Butch. And Butch. And Butch. That's it. Don't put the match on WrestleMania. Just don't do it. Don't give those five guys a WrestleMania paycheck. No. no. If that's what it's going to be. Because and, and we said and we said this too. We have a two-hour pre-show with no matches. Put it on the pre-show so you can give us at least an eight-minute normal match. It's not that they lost. <laughs> Let them go for two and a half hours behind the king, looking like ET and <laughs> mumbling nonsense. It's just it, it just felt so disrespectful, especially Kofi and Xavier come out. Obviously, a tribute to Big E with what they were wearing, and then it was just an awkward three-minute squash that absolutely did not need to happen. You have Kofi getting squashed a few years after Kofi mania. Like this is, that was dumb. That, that was, that I'm was not, not saying, necessary. I'm not saying I liked the result. I'm saying get the guys a fucking paycheck, man. Like I mean, they spent the okay, money. On yeah, team, once it got, you know, once they announced that it was going to happen on Sunday, you knew it was going to be shoehorned in. So I, I, I think I more agree with Chuck 
but I totally get what you're saying. I mean, it was it was almost a non. I, I I have to say though, I do like Butch as this obnoxious like street urchin child like, that has yeah. to constantly be held back by the other two <laughs> yeah. members of the street. team. It's, yeah, it's I don't, pretty entertaining to me. All I wish is you give you gave us five more minutes of a normal match. Of course, and yeah. It's disrespectful that. to the New Day who have carried this this company through yeah. its darkest years. Right. <laughs> I think you guys are looking at it the wrong way. I think it's 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 not disrespectful as much as it is like you got to be on WrestleMania and he only had to be out there for a couple minutes. Like I I didn't even have to work that hard. You're talking as if they're I, like I, you. I don't think professional athletes think that way <laughs> no. for the most part. But I, you know, I, I I think it was maybe if it was someone lesser than a new day, they wouldn't have even Thank got you. shoehorned in. I guess that's yeah. a discussion that could be had, but it's all speculation. You right, know, I mean, right. I, I don't that, know. That's that a thought process too much. That's a thought process for someone that's in their first or second WrestleMania or first or second year in the business. Right? I don't know. The new day is way when too you're older and your bump card has less bumps oh, on it left. Then maybe you appreciate the fact that, oh, wait, I don't I, I don't I don't even have to get sweaty tonight. No. And I still get to be on the on the show. Speculation. Speculation. Yeah, speculation. <laughs> Yana. Yana. This is speculation. You're in the wrong business if that's your, your thought process going into that match like that. Uh, what else are we missing here? Oh, the new RKO snakes are delightful. Oh, are they? The Art and RK Bro Snakes, <laughs> just delightfully silly. Um, I, I've never been a fan of the, of the of those goddamn graphics, and I've made that opinion no. known. It's just right. like it's it. it's too much. It's too much. I, I hate that they put the money into the stuff like that, but then we can't get a, a normal uh, video package for an intro. Right? But we did but, finally get Holotaker. Yeah, we, we did. did. Very exciting moment. We did. Very exciting. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for him to enter the Royal Rumble next year. It's going to be I'm probably going to face Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. Hollow Taker and Hollow Reigns. <laughs> yep, right. That's fair. Uh, you know, I did like that tag match show with RK Bro. I mean, we expected that was from those three. That's good. Yeah, no, it was exactly as good as I expected right. it to be. And then Gable Stevenson coming in with Chad Gable, Gable. Hot Gable on Gable action. Gable, yeah, I love it. I love it. I add, You know, I. I will say, you know, and it was weird that he wasn't on Raw the next night, uh, but uh, that was that was a nice little suplex. Like, it was fine. He knows what he's doing. It was a fine suplex. I mean, you know what? I'm, it's kind of hard to be impressed by someone who wins a gold medal with a fully functioning neck. Right. Like, That's going. absolutely <laughs> fair. <laughs> to be fair. I love that Kurt Angle tweeted out. He didn't realize he had so many children. So right. many illegitimate children. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Right. Easily could be Jason Jordan's brother. So, um, on a down, kind of a downer note, the Saturday opened with the Usos versus Shinsuke and Boogs, and Boogs going down with a just a, a sick leg injury. Yeah, have we heard if they were like, was the plan for them to win? I haven't heard that. Officially. I have not heard that heard at all. Either. I would imagine that the Usos were supposed to win that. I would think so. Um, but at the same weird time, weird though, they didn't have like an all belts moment, right? Well, yeah. No, that's absolutely true. Well, and that's why I feel like when the Usos won on Saturday, I knew for a fact Roman was winning on Sunday. Right. Like they're not gonna have the Usos holding titles when Roman's not. Like yeah. that's never gonna happen. The Usos will be first to lose those titles, uh, you know, whatever they do with it moving forward. But yeah, that, that's rough for Boogs, especially like you said, to kick off the show. Yeah. His first WrestleMania. It's rough. At least he at least he got like a bunch of time on SmackDown the night before. Yeah. So it's not like he didn't wrestle this weekend. Yeah. I and I hate to think this way because I hope he's okay, but maybe the positive out of this is maybe Shinsuke gets a singles run because Boogs is right. out. So you can filter him away from the tag team division and you know, put him in the US or IC title picture or something like that. Maybe he'll be the next one to face Johnny Knoxville. They Who's to put, say? Him, put him up against oh. uh, Finn Balor. You yeah. know, like yeah. just let them right. put on great wrestling matches since you disrespect everything else about them. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Johnny Knoxville, by the way, I and you guys know this. I hated that going in. Mm-hmm. That was fun. that match was amazing. That was it fun. was silly, silly fun. It was silly so bullshit, but it was fun. such a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. I think I even said on Twitter uh, that Sami Zayn is my favorite Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, and good on Sami Zayn Just for pulling something like that off. Walking into absolutely every every single thing, including a rickety giant mouse trap. Yep, a wee ah, man, bo- a wee man body slam. Hand. Yeah. Second generation wrestler. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hands all grown up. Oh, yep. Man. It was it was Mark great. Henry tweeted that one yeah. out. It was great to that. see Mark Henry right on top of that on uh, oh, on Twitter. Oh man, that was fantastic. Yeah, that Matt, I mean, good for Sami Zayn pulling that off, making it as fun as it, as it was cuz I and I feel like a lot Certainly, of Certainly uh there turn- were a lot of people in my camp that were like, "Yeah, why are they doing this? Right. Sammy, Sammy Zayn deserves better, which, you know, right. we said going in and then he made it great. Yeah. After this weekend, I'm certainly not in the camp of Sammy Zayn or Kevin Owens deserves better. Like they, they knocked it out of the park. Oh they God, had yeah. a fan. They had moments that we will remember fondly for the rest of our lives oh gosh, at this year's WrestleMania. Yeah. And I love to see that for them. And I love that it was, you know, no titles involved. It wasn't, you know, it, it was things that people were not looking forward to going in. Right. People didn't know how much Stone Cold could do. Johnny Knoxville, obviously, everyone, there's always the critics of when a celebrity comes in. And, you know, Sami Zayn and KO made it fantastic. So so let's transition to that, to some of the stuff that happened. Ooh, last. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. Andrew the Giant was, uh, oh, yeah. was trending. Shout out yeah. to Mad Cat and, Moss. <laughs> while, we were, while we were watching it together as a group, Justin was like, I think there was a W on that Andre the Giant. And, and, and Chuck and Eric are like, well, it'll be on Twitter if there was. And oh, was it on Twitter? And it was For people who don't know, Andrew the Giant, a particularly corpulent goose, yep. a goose, if you will, that often uh, harasses people as they're being escorted out of oh, Titan God. Towers. Yeah. It's a, sort of the insult to injury yeah. of losing your job at WWE is to have true. Andrew the Giant Very chase large. you to your car with your box of oh, stuff. Man. That I am surprised they didn't try and name Omos after Andrew the Giant. <laughs> he is also he's his own giant. He's his own he's giant. His own giant. I, I love how quickly Andrew got a backstory. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do we like? How did we like Omos getting uh, the MVP switcheroo? He, I, I thought that was it. very interesting because as yeah. you, as I'm watching that promo of MVP, I'm like. He looks kind of sad, and I think it's because they just didn't want to give him an, a WrestleMania paycheck. <laughs> right? And it turns out that it was actually very good selling for the story that was to come. Yep. And I think that's a really good move because yeah. uh, I think that you can do something with Omos, uh, but th- for this WrestleMania, it just looked like it was sort of um, a moment to give Bobby Lashley, which I actually like. I recently listened to an interview with Bobby Lashley from a few years back uh on a podcast that i am not thinking of the name of right now uh they have many more listeners than us so it doesn't matter um <laughs> but i really i really enjoyed it i mean he's such a baby face i understand that it's hard to get behind um uh such a skim milk baby face but i i, I really grew to like bobby lashley and i understood that this was giving him a moment being able to uh, do the suplex on the giant but where do we think do we like almost do we think that uh, there's potential there or does he eventually just fade away? I say fade away. This is his only chance of doing something as MVP. I agree. It's a, it's a great move because he needs it, but he needs it so bad. He's so he's bad. He is. I, I like, there's nothing special. He's all size and that's it. He's awkward in the ring. He almost killed Bobby Lashley smacking his head off that Oof. damn post. Yeah, that was yeah. rough. He's awkward in the ring. It, it just, 
it it just isn't great. I, I felt that way with AJ, his uh, tag team with AJ. I don't see anything special. It's Great Khali 2.0. Uh, there's nothing special about this guy. Uh, MVP is his only hope of doing something, but I don't even think that saves him. I don't understand how Bobby Lashley's career continues without MVP. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I barely, I barely cared about him with MVP, and now wow. I'm just really? not. No, he didn't do anything for me. Oh, I mean he's yeah. big. Yeah, I mean, but you know whatever. Like he, you need more than just like bigness. Like you have to have something else. Yeah. The, but once again, the old man is a size queen. Very much. So. And and it, that's that's his bag. And so like we're just going to be fed yeah. various giants over the course of until he's not. Here. Yeah, and, and that can work, but the giant needs to A, have a personality, yes. or B, be able to be a little athletic and not look like he's about to fall over every single time he moves yeah. in the ring. Uh, you know, and that makes every, A, it makes it dangerous for the opponents he's facing. And, you know, it just overall makes every match he is in look awkward and bad. That The match with Lashley was sloppy and ugly the entire way through. I feel I almost feel as if Lashley was not supposed to spear him from behind, but that's what I don't Omar, think so. Uh, that and was, it was weird to see Roman do it too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Roman was hurt too, so that was an awkward little moment. Mm. But Lashley, I'm almost positive Omos just stumbled the wrong damn way and wasn't ready, and he took the spear where he did because that did not look like that was the game plan. I still like the fact that you called Omos. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, Great Kali 2.0. No. When Great Kali was Giant Gonzalez 2.0. Right. Two Giant Gonzalez there references in one show, Look you guys. Wow. None of these guys wow. are Andrew the Giant. No. Who is? None of Who's them Andrew? can stand up to Andrew the Giant. Nothing. What's crazy is Great Kali was a world champion. Yeah, Size the, the giant gimmick is just so weird in 2022, right? Yes. Like, yeah. now, now that all, all kayfabe has shifted in such a di direction that the idea of like, okay, oh, he's twice the size of a normal man, so he's twice yeah. as strong and right. twice as agile. Like, no, 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 no. 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 Just, <laughs> just kick his ankles out from under him, and that guy's gonna tip over like a dead tree. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to ask guys how we feel about Ezekiel. I love Ezekiel. Oh, sorry. No, uh, how does everyone feel about Ezekiel? I, I love also, it. So I'm a big fan <laughs> oh of God. Elias's little brother, <laughs> oh Ezekiel. God. This is so stupid that it's great. Yeah. yeah. I uh, KO love this. helped sell that too. Very much so. Uh, yeah. It's. It just, go yeah. ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, like it's going to get over, but not in the way that the old man is going to like. Because it's. I. I. Mm, and then who it's, knows? And then by time it gets over and people actually like it, then I feel like the old man will be like, "Ah, oh, I'm done." Well, I think it's one of those things where everyone is pissed off about Butch because we're supposed to act like he's not Pete Dunne. <laughs> the one thing I'll say about that is, you know, they allow at least. I don't know if they're going to tell Pat to stop, but they they do say we used to know him as a uh, you know this name, so it's not like we totally forgot that he was Pete Dunne. It's just they're playing us off of it was a stupid nickname. The fact that they allow KL to say you're Elias, and that I feel like this is good. That it's going to be his, right his off whole the, character, right off the bat. It's going to be his whole We're character. Call out for a second. I thought it was LA Knight. Yeah, well, honestly, because <laughs> I've never seen a lot. 
For I've never seen Elias with a shaved face. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I want LA Knight on the main roster very soon. I really do. That guy's a fucking star. You could you could tag him up with Ezekiel. Oh, my gosh. Yes, It'd be like could. twinsies. It was so great because like they just had Ezekiel across the screen. So everyone's like, okay. Who the hell is yeah, this guy? The and then even yeah, when he was walking down the ramp. Stuff. The, the, like the wide shot of him walking down the ramp, I still was like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. And then like they show a close-up, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Ezekiel is going to get over in the same way Vera's coming got over. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't I don't know. I feel and like it's, it's a little boy, more legitimate. Oh, boy, did Veer come last night. <laughs> I know, man. Good for him. I, I it, They're looking too deep into my... <laughs> give me that, give me that, give me that uh, SEX drop. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extreme <laughs> SEX. Uh, I, lo- I love the tweet that's uh, what is it? Veer Fightful. Yeah, oh. Fightful oh. tweet. Like Let's Veer, just leave it at that. Veer comes hard on, uh, on <laughs> fucking what's his name? Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Unloads. Mysterio. And I'm Dominic like, you, and you unlo- <laughs> Someone unloads on Ray Mysterio. Going. Yeah. Uh, someone I'm said, kind of over the Mysterios. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they like, need to uh, break him up. Like 100%. <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay, I'll, fast forward. I'll tell you what, Dominic has never looked better than he's looked this weekend as far as his in-ring ability. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm also, you know, I mean, we're talking about the Johnny Knoxville match because we had such a great time with it. We're not talking about Logan Paul and The Miz. Although I never cheered for The Miz harder than when he, you know, took out Logan Paul. Good on him for that. Yeah, I wonder if they actually thought that was going to be a heel turn. Yeah, because right. I don't, yeah. Cause it was weird as, cor- like, I feel like, like the announced team didn't even know how to sell it because Corey on Saturday was like, Miz, what did you do? Right. And then on Monday, he's like, of course Miz did that. I'm like, wait, dude, which, hold on. Yeah, well, you're he's had two days to think about yeah, it. Yeah, you're, you're selling it wrong, which, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I will say, though, because you mentioned that the Ezekiel thing is going to get over the same way Vera's coming. I feel like Ezekiel is going to get over a little more legitimately because I feel like, again, a lot of people are going to have so, like, so much fun with this. And that's what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to build Vera as this monster. But we're just going to laugh because Vera's coming all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But with Ezekiel, like, they're they're trying to get us to laugh. Like, that's what they're going for. And I think it's it's gold. I look forward to, and I hope they do this, (laughs) I I look forward to Ezekiel attempting to play the guitar for us. I hope so. And being absolutely horrible at it. Yeah. And saying something along the lines of, see, this is why I I was always the drummer in the family. <laughs> I, love, I, love play. <laughs> I look forward to that. But no, I love this. And he looks just different enough that he could very well be Elias's brother. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not. I, well, he it's is. It's fucking Elias, right? No, that's, that's Ezekiel. <laughs> My bad. But no, I think it, he, it's, it's different enough where it's like. They could actually be a different person if you look, put them side by side. Definitely yeah. related. Because I are. love this. I love everything about. It'll this definitely shirt. be easy to call him Ezekiel, right? Yes. Like, like this. This is a. This is Ezekiel. That's that's not Elias. This is this <laughs> right. This is <laughs> like, some family know. matters I, bullshit. I, I was fast forwarding around with my DVR, and I was like. Man, what? How? KO has a match with Stone Cold Steve Austin on Saturday, and on Monday he's talking to some jobber for this long. You know, just watching the scroll, you know, the the fast forward scroll by or the rewind. Because, and, and I'm like, <laughs> when I finally got to see it, I was just overjoyed. I thought it was yeah. so ridiculously fun. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if this is what the WWE is going to be, and I have to accept it and try to find the silver lining on it. Right. Uh, this is definitely that. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's gave me Steve Urkel Stefan vibes. I was, th- <laughs> and here's, gosh, here's how much of a nerd I am. I was thinking Ernest goes to jail. Remember? Yeah. Where's yeah. yeah. the evil Ernest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember that's that what stuff. I was thinking. 
I always think back to uh, Knight Rider with um, yeah. the evil Michael Knight with the goatee. That's yeah. the first uh, goatee villain that I recall. Did did he have his own car that was something other than Kit? Yeah, I think he had a gray one, right? That Oh, uh, yeah. I th- wasn't it just car? I don't remember. I literally haven't seen it since it originally aired in, what, 1982 or something. I was about six or seven. Right. Uh, well, let's transition br- real briefly. NXT did have their stand and deliver pay per view yes. on or their play on <laughs> Monday at uh, at noon. Uh, there's not much to talk about coming out of this. I like that my girl Dakota Kai gets uh, some tag team gold again with yeah. uh, with her giant uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. I take that. I I like the fact that I a, I don't I get the idea, but I don't think Takeover on a Saturday afternoon in the middle of WrestleMania weekend is as over as they thought it would be. No. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea at all. No. Uh, but there's a lot about NXT that I, I dislike right now. That's to the point that I just don't watch it. I follow yeah. it. Um, but I love the fact that they put Braun Breaker over on Raw. And, and yeah. he, he lost that, that takeover. That felt so strange. If, but I love that, you know, because the guy's a star. And you know what? It, I feel like it was realized where it was a little realization of, you know what? We don't have many eyes on NXT, right? I don't feel like people are actually going to be watching TakeOver the way people used to be watching TakeOver, which is very true. A lot of people are going to be watching Raw after WrestleMania. I, to me, that, over just, there. that just feels like if, if you have that little uh, confidence in your NXT audience, then why are you bothering? Like at all. No, I mean, that's very true. You know what NXT 2.0 needs to do? We just got to work on a few kinks. That's It's true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. What do sure. you think about Braun Breaker makes him a star, Justin? Because I thought I, that was the first time I had seen him, and I thought he was, I, like, I was just not interested. So so tell me what, what it is about him that I, people I, should be looking at. I think, it's, I think it's the look, and I think it's the way he carries himself, right? I think a guy that size with, you know, the type of style he is, the you know the power that he has he sells it very well um you know he was in, in with a guy that sells shit very well when it comes to Dolph Ziggler mm-hmm. but he's got the look he's got the size he he's athletically good in the ring but he carries all of that very well to the point where you give him a mouthpiece i don't think you let him talk too much he's not horrible on the mic though he's you know he's fine um but i think you give him a mouthpiece and he could be you know he could have a world title run down the down the road in the years to come in WWE. Oh shit! Yeah. What? So Garth Knight, the evil Michael Knight, he did have. <laughs> we're still on this. <laughs> Garth Knight. I'm he glad to know Chuck has been so. <laughs> yeah, right. He did Chuck have has not been anywhere near a conversation for the last five minutes. Did have an evil car named K A R R. He also had a 16 wheeler called Goliath. Fantastic. Woo! Nice. God nice. damn. It'd be better if it was named Andrew the Giant. Yeah. It's true. It's true. That's what I. If I had a sixteen wheeler, that's what I'd name it. But I like Braun Breaker a lot, personally. L.A. Knight's another one that, that I want to see on the, uh, yeah. the roster. I love L.A. Knight. That guy is. Put him on. Put him on. I would love to see him come on on Roman Reigns. Okay. Yeah, yeah he was one of the breakout stars win. of the first year of uh, Billy Corgan's N.W.A. reboot. Oh yeah, uh, he did some great stuff in Impact else ended too. Up in AEW. Yeah. LA Knight ended up with WWE and and he he was a yeah he's he's perfect for WWE. Mm-hmm. I, I will hand it to them. I, I hope that that Vince recognizes 
what he has to offer because yeah he, he's got charisma for days he could absolutely be a heel that could you know play a Miz type role for Hell yeah. as yeah. long as you wanted him to and when that you mentioned as long as you wanted him to it took them a while to get him to WWE he's already pushing 40 he's 39 so that's another reason why it's like get this guy on the main roster let's let's get him going because you know as Chuck mentioned a while ago your bump card right once, yeah. once you hit your 40s your bump card starts it's, to fill up right you got you got less space on it for bumps than you yeah. did when you started you know and they're doing it with Damian Priest putting him with Edge I think is huge for him he's one that's a little bit older that took t- a little bit more time getting to the main roster LA Knight's another one and you know LA Knight to me is a bigger star than Damian Priest uh you know when it comes to the whole package and you got you got to take advantage of it while it's still in its prime Tommaso Ciampa also had his last match in yep. NXT. There was yep. a very nice uh, moment where Triple H came out. Yeah. Triple and, H uh, also, you know, came out at WrestleMania. We didn't mention that. Romania. Yeah. Officially that retiring. Was cool. yeah, yeah, that was super cool. Very cool. I, f- I, f- I feel like he took a little bit too much time to say something. But other than that. He was absorbing what may fair. be his last pop. 100%. Yeah. 100% fair. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I was looking at the clock. I'm like. We're 16 minutes into the show, <laughs> yeah. and we've done nothing yet. Like, come on. Let's <laughs> let's get something going here. But, no, he deserves it all. Champa, yeah, no, that's another one that, uh, you know, I don't know. Have we heard, like, is he continuing on? Because he's another one that's not young. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think I he's as old, as old as he looks, though, right? Isn't he sort of mid-30s? I will do some research. Keep I mean, on. it looks like he's 50, but I don't think he is. Right. And I I, he's just got a lot of gray. I mean, we guy. didn't see him last night on Monday Night Raw, so maybe he shows up on SmackDown because he has good been on Raw Shani. a couple of times. Yeah, good call, Sean. He's actually younger than LA Nice, 36. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah, he's got some yeah. time. He's also been injured, though. Hey, this gray started showing up in like 22. That's so, you know, yeah, you never know. I'm 26 a, over here, so I got Well, I have a couple of gray hairs that you can't see there at the part, but like, I'm 35, bitch, so okay. stop. Okay, wait, I just... And I think a lot of it too, like Shawnee mentioned, Champa looks older. I think it's because he's been hurt too, so I think that adds to it. Uh, but he's he's another one that put him with Edge and Damian Priest. Yeah, I, I have. Oh read yeah, that. Psycho Killer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, put the Psycho Killer with him. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I would love that. That would be fun. I, I hope they they do expand that that uh, faction. It's been yeah. a while since we've had Fictions. a legitimate faction. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's been a little yeah, too long since our... we've had a legitimate faction in WWE. Yeah, because we get all our faction fix over in on AEW, AEW right? On Wednesday true. nights. Do we true. not have a faction button? No, no, there's don't. no faction. Yeah. Okay. Shawnee does that live. I know you, yeah. you did it live. I thought that was a cue for me to, to find the button, and no. I'm like, I'm trying, man. <laughs> oh, where is it? Amy's got a good point too. She would love to see Triple H managing Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I don't know if if Triple H is ready for that yet. I'm sure it still stings would, quite a bit to know uh, that you can't get in there and do the work anymore. Yeah. But I I could totally I would love to see Triple H as a manager. I would rather see Triple H in the authority role. I think he has you know you use his intimidating factor to that he plays so well to get involved when he needs to and make decisions. Obviously, we know what his role is in real life, but not even considering that. Just on screen, I feel like he play he would play the role of the boss, you know, on the day to day making matches and breaking up fights and right. this, that, and the other. Like he would he would play that very well. Uh, so I'd rather see him if he's gonna have a, a consistent on screen role. That's the route I take with him, or put him on commentary because he's pretty damn good on commentary. He's pretty funny. The, the I, few I, times I, he's done. He, it. He's been a pretty decent cameraman too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> better than fucks that Kevin Dunn rolls out oh there. Jeepers <laughs> creepers. I'm blaming Shawnee though. The terrible camera stuff. I'm blaming Shawnee for Kevin Dunn's uh, cuts because he actually 
jinxed it on Saturday because yeah. the second he said, "Oh, it actually hasn't been bad," it's like done heard him. He's like, "Wait, da, 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 on, the, on the cop buttons, so. hit those, hit those buttons, hit those buttons." We need to make our it's like a cop meeting his quota. We're <laughs> way behind. Let's get going. We only have an hour left. All right. Well, let's talk about what uh, what we had on AEW. Tony yeah. Storm. Tony, yeah, Tony, good. Tony at the Storm. Yeah, I love seeing that for the women's division. We've said that a couple times that you know, you know, the amount of of men that have come over and debuted and they have big moments. About damn time the women's division gets it over there. Tony Storm's a good addition. You know, she's got a good following, of course. Uh, you know, since she left WWE, OnlyFans going. I mean, she's been talking about two a checks. lot. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Tony Two Checks. Exactly. I love it. I absolutely love it. CM Punk's finally decided he wants to uh, pursue the championship. <laughs> good. It'll be great. About time, considering he's got one loss. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, I don't know how long it'll be because they're still kind of going on with Adam Cole and Adam Page. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, there's a pay-per-view in May. CM Punk, Adam Page. I wouldn't hate it. And then it looks like they're turning FTR face. I like that. I, I mean, they're, they're, I mean they, they are fabulous douchebags, yep. but they are incredibly endearing men. Yes. Like, if you watched either of their interviews with Renee Paquette on the sessions, uh, they're, they're just solid dudes. And it's, yeah. it's, it's not difficult to get behind amazing talent in the ring and guys you know are, are decent. Yeah. It's like, well, th- th- that makes it easy to cheer for these people. Yeah, absolutely. Also on uh, Rampage, we got to see uh, Dan Housen backstage curse Hook <laughs> once again. Yeah. And it did not work. I like that they're, they're running with it. I know I was confused with it last week because I didn't know if there was a story behind it or whatever it was going. I want that tag team so badly. Yeah. What, Hook and Dan Housen? Hook and Housen. Yeah. Hook and Housen. Oh, okay. Well, now they have to do it. Yeah, now okay. they have to. I'm on board now. Yeah, now they 100%. have to. 100%. Yeah. They're so opposite. It's almost like a... Oh, it's perfect, too, yes. because then you have something... Like, that is a pay-per-view match where you have them break up, you know, uh, for the next pay-per-view or yeah. the pay-per-view following. Yeah. And you get yeah. to put them out You're there really every <laughs> week. And because you've had Hook be such a killer, right? Yeah. You would probably have Danhausen doing a lot of tagging himself in yeah. and doing mm, the... Like, right. he does straight clown stuff it is so fun yep. if you can find his stuff on youtube uh a lot of his matches difficult to find but uh the ones that are there are wildly entertaining and the idea of hook coming out like basically like i'm just a shoot killer right like that's sort of his thing yep. and then having danhausen mucking that up and, and uh, meanwhile it'll it, the fact that it's gotten a little tedious that uh hooks pappy is on mike will then become even more hilarious because you'll have then him uh you know talking shit about danhausen what is he yeah. doing why is this uh, that would be fantastic i i hope that is something that's on the table i'm so it's glad that you're promoting your show <laughs> i thought it was just how dare you i apologize Shani. yeah no I, I i love it it'll be fun that's i love it it's one of those things that are opposite enough that it'll It'll click in the best way. Uh, it'll be interesting, too, to see Hook if they go that route um, and they dive a little more. Even if it stays a rivalry and not a tag team, how Hook sells this can, shit, right? Can Hook keep a straight face? Correct, right? Because we've only seen Hook come out as a killer, you know, kick some ass and then walk away. That's been his thing. So now, you know, you're you're throwing in some segments. It'll be fun to see how he, he holds himself on that, especially with someone else outrageous as Dan Housen. And when it comes oh, yeah. to... 
and 10 minutes of Hookenhausen versus the ass boys every week. Oh. Everybody, every, Ooh, every it. stadium you visit is going to go nuts. For every it. rampage, yeah. every rampage needs to open up with that match. Yeah. Every week. And while we're talking about AEW, uh, the biggest story that's come out of this weekend when it comes to AEW has to be Joe, 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 so Joe. Let me throw add some breaking news on this uh, from Tony Khan dun, dun, dun. during our show. He just tweeted this out. Samoa Joe's first match, Wednesday night. Nice. Uh, he's going to be in the Owen Hart men's tournament qualifier against Max Caster. Ooh, Yo. Yo. listen, Yo. you're getting Yo. squashed, bro. Yo. Yeah, I absolutely That's going to be fun. Yeah, but I absolutely Joe hate that this happened. Joe is going to murder him. Mm-hmm. I hate that this happened when it did. I hate it. Joe, did... no one was talking about it after Friday. Everyone's talking about a Friday night, which Ring of Honor in general, they put on yeah. a great fucking card. Yeah, it was but, an amazing show. But to, I again, like you know, and we kind of, I kind of mentioned it last week. You know, kind of surprised. Other promotions doing anything too extra WrestleMania weekend, uh, especially in Dallas, you know. But to do a big splash like this, I don't know. I would have held, held it a week, you know. No, just, you got to do it at the Ring of Honor show. Yeah, like, then I would have held the Ring of Honor show till next this upcoming week. Okay. Well, I think that was one. already pre-scheduled yeah, like, like months and months and months ago before he even bought the company. Yeah. Well, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I, a little nitpicky, I think, and. Uh, the fact that like I, I'm glad that because that show I think they were still like the day before we're still talking about tickets available I like yeah. that the people who bought tickets for that Ring of Honor show the, the Ring of Honor diehards yeah. uh, were, were rewarded with something pretty damn I, awesome oh, yeah. and Murder Grandpa has a title yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome I love it so cool I love it with Joe though I just you know it's kind of the same shit that we we said when he was in WWE and then NXT I hope he stays healthy Guy, you know, I agree. That, that's yeah. been his thing, right? Like he, he I was, absolutely he agree. was thrown the commentary in WWE because he couldn't stay healthy. And, you know, he's talking about, um, you know, you know, winning world titles and dominating and this, that and the other. And the first thing I said, I'm like, if you can stay healthy, sir, because yeah. you have not been able to stay healthy for more than six months at, at a time since what? Five, six years ago, something like that. I don't. When's the last time Joe was wrestling consistently for more than six months? It's well, been a long time. Here's the good thing. He's now going to be on a completely different schedule. He mm-hmm. won't be working as much. So, Very true. So hopefully that means he'll be able to stay healthy yeah. for longer. And, you know, he's going to be working with guys that he's been working with for decades. Yeah. Like these, like the people that he's now Yo. joining up with now. Pardon Let's me? Say, Yo. Well, once again. <laughs> Dear, like that's that's gonna be a squash. Yeah. We Some all know exception. that. I look yeah. forward to his rap though, leading into that match. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I love that. Who, Samoa did, he jo- fight? Who did he fight last week? Um, I'll see him punk. Yeah, he, and he had a, he had a great rap coming out. I don't remember any of it, but I remember going, "Oh, that was a good one." Yeah, that was. I mean, he, he again. I've said it before. If you can censor him and not and tell him not to be idiotic with it, it it's it's good. It's entertaining, no doubt. Um, you know, but I don't know, like. I got to ask you guys because, and I'm going to ask you guys this because I'm not a Tony Khan fan, period. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm an AEW fan. I'm not a Tony Khan fan. All right. But there's a lot of people I've seen, uh, if you watch Joe's press conference, uh, I've seen a, a few people talking about the uh, I, the relationship Tony Khan has, especially with the veterans, right, like a Joe. And this came up because if you watch Joe's conference and the handshake Yes, you know, talk about being nitpicky. People got nitpicky. Joe doesn't even look at Tony Khan. 
at that one bit. It's a handshake where Joe's looking the other way to walk the other way. Do you see any type of dissension or weird vibe with him? Or could you see with the veterans like a Samoa Joe or any of the other veterans that he yeah, brought maybe. over? Maybe. I, I think, you know, you're also talking about somebody who uh, has just, you know, come into the company. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of guys uh, don't have to be there very long to be like, oh, this is so different and refreshing. Yeah. Like the schedule is easier and the uh, I'm not bogged down with creative. I don't have people shoving three page scripts in my face and oh, saying, yeah. memorize this. Yeah. Like, the vibe in general, I'm sure is better, but I'm talking just the relationship specifically individually with Tony. Khan. I, I, I don't really know what exactly you're getting at, to be honest with you. I don't think, I don't think the I veterans specifically take them seriously. I mean, and I could it, see it and, uh, and a lot, it came up when, uh, like I said, from the Joe press conference, this conversation was started. I mean, he, he could, I mean, look, he just came off of a really big moment, you know, and he's probably not used to dealing with like the press conferences afterwards. Right. Maybe I'm like, still getting used to that for wrestling shows. I'm oh shit. I mean, like I, I think you're really looking too much into it. Like, it, wh why should Joe be upset with Tony Khan? He gave him a fucking job. Right. Like, why would he hate him for that? I'm so, oh, like, honey, that makes no sense. And, and not to mention, he bought, you know, he stressed. How many times, like the one of the pull quotes was, you know, he tried for a very long time to get WWE to buy the ROH library and to have it. They never did. And they found somebody that bought the library that CM Punk himself said, like, I trust that he will do the right thing. And it's like, look, you know, I don't know what everyone's relationship with CM Punk is, but as far as like, I guess, wrestling and, and, and caring for the art, like, if CM Punk says, like, I trust this man with th th this library, you're going to find a lot. Like, and DiMaggio has a ton of stuff in the RH library. Like, he would probably think the same thing. So I, I think you're looking way too into this, and it's fine. Yeah. One thing that I have heard is that this is sort of – I'm also not particularly um, – I, I don't exactly – I don't know. I think I, I'm not seeing what you're saying. I'll say that. But uh, there has been a lot of hubbub about how the people who have been um, having their contracts expire are being just sort of not given any kind of information. Right. Not right. Hearing like anything. Sure. That's bad form. Yeah, uh, I, agree. I think that if Tony Khan wants to keep his pristine image, he has to have. I mean, even if it's 10 minutes, he has to have an exit interview with people yeah. who who he had, uh, you know, a hiring interview with, mm -hmm. right? Like right. this whole thing where he's like, job, really. I'm the man mm -hmm. up front. I'm the face of this company. I'm the booker and I love professional wrestling and I love all these professional wrestlers. Then you got to have some respect for them on the way out. Right. And yeah. I think that that's an issue. When I read that, I, I'm, I'm uh, as a working class human being sure. here, uh, just outside of Detroit, that makes me a little bit, unhappy well it's even more important in the wrestling industry because we've seen how the wrestling industry works no matter what company we're talking about there's a good chance especially the higher quality names they're going to be back in your company sometimes mm -hmm. right. you know mm -hmm. what i mean like contracts go up in whatever company they're in and they move on to whatever it may be especially when there's an AEW and a wwe who are both like top-notch quality wrestling companies right now uh you know there's going to be plenty of people over the years, over the next decade, that go from AEW to WWE and WWE to AEW. And when they exit one, you better, you know, if you're the company, you better keep that relationship good with them because, again, 
the opportunity to bring them back when it makes sense, when you need more talent and when they need a job, it's still out, out there a lot more than any other industry. How many times do you, you leave a job and think to yourself, yeah, maybe a few years I go back to that. No, that's not a thing anywhere else. The wrestling industry, that's, that's the norm at this yeah. point. Well, was there anything else uh, this week? I mean, we, we didn't really cover the Hall of Fame. Is there anything you wanted to say about the Hall of Fame? Really? Is Undertaker took us to church. I Listen, he, he threw out there, and I hope it was just to get a pop. Never say never. Right. I'm going to uh, say never. I'm going to say never. Don't come back. You're done. You're over with. That's it. Good speech. Deserves it. Of course, Hall of Famer. Meat body Undertaker is done. Hall of Taker has just begun. I will, I will, I will, I will give you that. Uh, but no, I, I don't know why he, you know, and, and I, it actually, again, it got a pop. But if you go back, it really didn't make any sense because the line before that is because is him saying, "I will finally rest in peace." Right. But by the way, never say never. Wait, what? Hold on, time. That's like two opposite sides of the spectrum, sir. What? <laughs> well, because he once again he just can't quit you. Yeah. He's got a problem. Yeah. Um, well, the probably the best or at least the hottest goss on Twitter over the weekend, or at least in my eyes, the whole wrestling is a love story, and then the young bucks chain had the new bio response. So wrestling is a love story, the story of a couple of self-made SoCal kids who came from nothing and built a gigantic movement was never going to be romantic enough for you. Huh. So I don't know if Carney's gonna carn or some right. shit happened. Right. But the one thing I'll say about that situation is I've seen quotes from Cody Rhodes. He had a few different interviews and pressers and all that since he debuted. He straight up said I was not mature enough for a, a, um, a executive role. He, I mean, he straight up said that. He yeah. he said I don't want that role. I want to be a world champion. I want to be a, a full time wrestler. Like he. So if something did happen weird with the young bucks or Kenny or Tony or whoever at the very least, it seems as if Cody's owning up to it. So, you know what? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't fit for that role. I didn't want it anymore. And it was showing. So I, I left. think from the outset, I mean, we, we don't want to get too deep in the weeds on this, but I think from the outset, uh, Cody had a different mindset yeah. of how, how to professional wrestle yeah. than the rest of the elite. Yeah. I, and I think it's one of those things too. It's always, dangerous, I guess you could say, or just weird in general when you're not done like with your career and you're trying to be an executive and run the company because those are two completely different. I don't mindsets. know. Jeff Jarrett seemed to have a good handle on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like it, it's a weird, it, those are two completely different mindsets. And I think it works either a, if you're a businessman, like a Tony Khan, who's not a wrestler, he's focused is just running the company. Or if you're a former wrestler, who's done like a triple H and now can just focus on running a, a good wrestling company. If you're trying to do both full time, it's just going to run into way too many issues. And I, I feel like even with the young bucks or whatever, it's very possible. It can be the same thing with them, whether it's a booking issue, whether it's a maturity issue, whether it's decision-making there's a, and I think you've seen it with Cody Rhodes. Cody said it straight. I was no, no. And cause he's not done wrestling. The guy's only 30 something. He's well within his prime. He signed a multi-year deal, deal with WWE. Like, He's not done, not close to being done. No, so, and he's also honest in saying, I'm the best professional wrestler in the world, and it's not even close to anyone who will listen. And that's a great heel move, but he wants to be a babyface. I don't quite no get sense. it. Like, <laughs> and Seth coming out to shake his hand 
like what do we like again who's face who's heel here right like what are we doing because seth was right. starting to get over as a face mm -hmm. and now cody's trying to give a face speech when seth came out i thought for a fact seth was gonna you know take the heel route and be an asshole but then to have him shake his hand i'm like okay what are we doing if they do continue with them moving forward like yeah i don't know like having them both play the face role will be a little weird but you know you don't always need bad guy good guy in every story i guess i agree all right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. I think so. For uh, for this week's one fall show, you guys. Uh, let's toss it around the room. Tell everybody know where they can uh, find us. Justin, I'll let you start. Uh, yeah, the JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod at PPV underscore pod on social media, wherever the hell you get your podcast. WrestleMania Backlash, not going to lie. Right now, don't know the date, but it's coming up in a few weeks. It's not that far away. So uh, the week of WrestleMania Backlash will be the next episode. Uh, of course, you can find me on the Nerd Radio podcast over at WRIF.com, and you can find me recording this show as well as Nerd Radio on my Twitch stream at twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K. Shawnee, where can they find you? Oh, they can find me uh, running the One Fall Show Twitter at One Fall Show and on Instagram showing off pictures of my cats, uh, soon my garden, and uh, this upcoming week, uh, allegedly i will be getting murdered in an independent film so i will probably post some photos of the film set i'm hoping to see uh, you uh, at shawnee.constant on instagram if i didn't say that i'm hoping that uh, you will return for next week's one fall show and you are not uh, unsuspiciously uh, going to be in a snuff film i hope that you are wrong <laughs> <laughs> fair enough and erica Oh, uh, before I, I, I do do my shick, I actually, uh, Shawnee, I'm really looking forward to your gardening pictures because the stuff that you had last spring and summer was very nice. And I know you're, you've been slowly building the the landscaping. So um, while everyone's looking forward to the gory stuff, I'm looking forward to flowers. Speaking of just beautiful flowers, you can see my shimmering face uh, uh, on Instagram and in Twitter at Erica underscore Banis, or you can just Google me. Yeah. Add beautiful a flower to the intro. Beautiful <laughs> flower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We did, uh, we did skip our, um, our, our best theme song brackets this week. We will, uh, if we, if we don't get to them next week, we'll get to them uh, the week after, but we definitely will be paring down. So uh, like what? Title Whatever. game on Christmas day for that? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. I figured we'll figure it out. Drag it out. Yeah. We'll probably put some polls <laughs> up on uh, Twitter to ask you guys yeah. to uh, let us know what you think, who should move forward in the brackets. That'll be so make sure you're following us on uh, and Twitter at One Fall Show. Shawnee, take us home. Have fun, everybody. Be safe. Don't fall in the hole. Who is this? The One Fall Show housing. Who is this? From Sean Housing. It's McComb County. Produced a podcast of some sort. Please, Dan Housen must come on to this show. I never said that. Who is it? <laughs> Who is knocked on Dan Housen's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast? Dan Housen does not know this. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Who knows? One fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housen in promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Do it. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Yes.